0: God's stirring a hunger in us, eh? I'm serious. And like God's doing something in the city, and um, I feel like we just had this moment where God just wants to pour out His Spirit. And, um, yeah, I don't want to miss it, eh? And I just felt for some of us, it's like some of us have been in a battle so long, we've forgotten what feeling of victory looks like. Yeah. Some of us have been in the war in, in the trenches so long. We've forgotten what freedom sounds like. Does that make sense to anyone? Yes. I don't know, I just want to go with this, um when you were singing that tea is good, I felt like there's some of us here who have just genuinely been questioning the goodness of God to us. And that's fine because he's so relational and he's so authentic. But um, I just felt like we should sing that He is good, He is worthy over people. Just take a moment. Um, I don't want to miss that. eh? I can do a lot of stuff, but I just feel like some of us, we just need to be reminded. And that's what community is about. Just when we we can't sense the goodness of God in our own lives, we can just sing the goodness of God over you guys. So um, this is not about embarrassing anyone or singling anyone else. But I feel like there's a... A lot of us here just actually been saying, God, um, it's really hard to know your goodness in my life, where I am right now. And He's just saying, I'm so good. So if that's you, we just want to gather around you and just declare this over you. Is that okay? Is that cool? So, maybe, maybe just... Be brave, put up your hands. There is something about us. That's you. There's some, there's some more of us. God, Lord, we thank you for your goodness. more of you guys i know there's like, probably a third of us here I think, actually like just being in battles if that's you we just want to release the grace of god over your lives. oh guys let just if that's you just stand i know it might seem awkward but um i know there's a lot of you uh, we just want to just felt that like the spirit is just releasing his kindness
1: goodness
0: you, are good. you, are holy. you are just in the goodness of God I are mean. the He is good. Let's just all join in that song, just for like maybe a few verses. I feel like there's something on those words. He is good. He is holy. He is worthy. You are good. You are holy. You are. Vai nature of God, we don't question His nature, His goodness, but it's just being in the battle for so long, it's just a sense of just the, the living in that constant barrage. And um, when I was thinking, what do I want to speak on today, the first verse that came to mind was what Paul writes to Timothy, fight the good fight what Graham Cook says. You guys can keep praying, it's school." Um, Graham Cook says, the good fight is the one that we win. And there's something about God just stepping in, in moments where the enemy has just been on our backs, and it's bringing breakthrough. And I was reminded about the story of Lazarus, and what Phoebe was saying about dead things. For some of us it feels like those promises or those areas in our lives are so dead, they're like rotting like Lazarus after four days. And I feel like the word of the Lord to us is Lazarus come out. And he's calling dead things alive today. He's calling dead things alive today. He's speaking into those places. Tessa, I just see such a new lease of life on you. And I feel like the promises of God, he says, the promises of God are yes and amen over your life. I think it's 2 Peter where it says, he's not slow in keeping his promises, but some regard slowness. And I feel like this, this is a moment where just those things you've been trusting Him for for years, you're going to begin to see the fulfillment of His promise. And I just see that God breathing life into your faith. You're a woman of incredible faith. And you know, the Bible says gift, that faith is also a gift. And I just see Jesus like extending it the gift of faith to you. And I see like God, I don't know if I can exercise my faith anymore. I feel like the kindness of God is, is, is yeah. a gift of faith for you today. Thank you, Lord. Sure. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, no, well, we've just had an incredible uh, weekend of pursuing the prophetic together, and yeah, uh, you know, just God's here. Eh? So, um, I don't really think I really need to talk much, but um, really would love some of the guys who were with us this weekend to just share some of the stories of, of what God has been doing as we've stepped out and um, taken a risk. So we went out on Saturday afternoon to the company gardens um, and just asked God to give us words and, and encouragements and prophetic pictures for people. And the stories that came back were phenomenal. So, I really feel like God is shifting us as a people from, pe- from a people who gather to minister, minister to one another to people who gather, having had an active focus in the week, to come and enjoy us, to come and see what God's doing in our city. It's like He's moving our focus from within to those around us. So, um, Rich and Ash, I'm sure you guys have got stories. Um... Ian and Arianne from Durban. If you guys have got something you want to share, Kathy. Um, we got George and Wendy with us. They came all the way down from Jo'burg. Uh, who else? Who else is? Who else is there? Who's got a story? Jay and Mandy. You guys have got lots, lots of stories. Um, Gaz. You guys have got a lekker story. So just come, guys. We we don't have a lot of time. So. Um,
2: Uh, yeah, highlights. of course, highlights. Um, so we went to the company gardens um, with no plan, which I suppose was the plan. And then, um, yeah, it was basically just to see who we could find. And we did a little sort of prayer huddle. Um, and that one of the highlights for me um, that Ian shared in as well, and gas, um, I got this picture of a guy with a red cap and like a blue sweater on and then we're like, okay, cool, we'll keep it in mind, and we're sort of doing something for someone else, and this guy like walks across the lawn to us, and he's like in a red cap and a blue sweater, and so, so then I said, hey, come here, so he he comes over, and he's like, okay, cool, like, are you going to give me something, whatever, so um, I just said, no, like, we were praying for you, Um, and then we told him about the word of knowledge, Um, and essentially, like, yeah, it's, it was such a special time with that guy um, his name is andrew um, and then like we had a few other words about his life about a trauma in his life and um, just about his relationship with his wife and stuff and and we just sort of walked him through like a mini sozo healing session wow. he's clapping there <laughs> Remember my training yeah? Um, yeah and basically like um just really lifted a weight of him like he's living on the street um, and so yeah and then at the end Ian felt led to give him some money which is what was his immediate need obviously um, and we gave him this money and he was just like you could see he didn't know what was going on like he didn't want to leave he was like who are you people you know um, and then we saw him again later in the park and he was just so touched so yeah I think that for me was was amazing and then just another, another quick one for me was this morning in brought um, we, we went out to minister to the guys there and there was a lady called uh, Maureen and she had like um, quite bad pain in her ankle and like called a word of knowledge about it and prayed about it. And then afterwards I said, is your ankle still sore? And she was like, yes. Um, and then I felt like there was something more to it. So I asked her about it. She said she was in, in a car crash. Um, and yeah, I just I, I spoke to her and it turns out like through the car crash like people someone accused her of murder like she It was a hit-and-run and she's been in pain for like 40 years or something and so I just spent like five minutes like walking her through that and just breaking the trauma of her um, and just yeah I mean it was such a special time for her like obviously she has a sore ankle but I felt like there was more that needed to be done internally for her so yeah and I just really felt like in both those things I felt more blessed than they probably did um because it's so it's so nice to just be part of what God's doing in other people's lives um and to help set other people free so yeah that's my awesome that's um,
3: awesome
0: okay thank you, thank you.
3: I think when uh, one has to pursue the prophetic, um, you get a little nervous and you think, that's for the prophets, you know, um, who are we? But the the lessons that we learned were just basic ones. They they flowed from people's hearts who have actually been doing it long before. And um, I had the excitement of going out with this little group. and. We sort of stood in the garden and um, looked across. And at the same moment, Ash and I had the same word directly um, about a woman who was sitting with a little child and another young girl. And we went across to her and we just delivered the message. And she looked at us and we said, but really, we're here as learners and we are just um, telling you what God thinks of you right now. And may we pray for you. And sure, come.
4: (laughs) It's so good. Yeah, it was really beautiful. Um, We we I think before then we'd prayed for one. We'd kind of given a word to one other guy, but after that we literally sat with this with this woman and her. It turned out to be her niece and her little daughter for probably an hour and a half. Just talking with her because the initial word was so um, it was so simple and it wasn't fleshed out at all. It was just an idea, and both of us felt like there was something that God wanted to um, affirm in her and her being a hard worker. So as we spoke that to her, she just all her defences fell down because she just that's the place that's been kind of the battlefield for her. And we discovered she just opened her life to us basically, and she was like, I can't believe this. She, she She's a believer, and, and I think there was also something beautiful in us being able to kind of just not have to convince her of God's power, but just remind her of it, and she was so blown away, she couldn't stop saying to us, I'm in shock, I'm in shock, I can't believe you here, to give this message to me, this is such a confirmation of everything I've been walking through, she's going through so much at her job, and she's the sole provider, um, and we, we got to pray a blessing over her and her niece, who has just come to Cape Town because she, she's helping provide um, further education for her. And yeah, it was just incredible and so encouraging. Like Rich was saying, I think sometimes when, obviously when a word lands or you feel like God is really moving and you respond, you, you often get a lot out of it as well. Um, so we, we said thank you so much for encouraging us because we sat there and just spoke as friends, honestly, um, even though we were complete strangers, we were able to really like encourage each other and after the initial word of knowledge, I guess, we didn't even have to have any super, um, supernatural knowledge because she was telling us all of her stories and telling us the places that she needed breakthrough and prayer. Um, but she was just like, no, you guys, I needed it more than you. She kept telling us. Awesome. Um, but yeah, it was really, really a good time. That was. It's one of many. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Ash is the, Ash, we call Ash the, the great embellisher. She's like the best, she's the best, she has the best delivery of a prophetic word. In anyone. Yes, guys. We all had a really fun time
5: this morning at, uh, Kingdom Vineyard this morning as well, which was really cool. And so I'm feeling quite pumped up at the moment. Um, um, just a few things I learned over the weekend. Caleb and i did it so beautifully and had such good insights. Um, some of the things um, I just learned, I'll share quickly. Um, the scripture says, his thoughts towards us are more numerous than the grains of sand. How many thoughts does he have towards us? Mm. That's a lot of thoughts. He is mindful of us. Mm. It's really beautiful when we get into that. And the, the normal Christian life is one of hearing the Lord for yourself mm. and hearing for others. That's the normal. We've, we've got confused, as Kathy said, when we think the prophet must come. It's not right. The scripture actually says, no one will have to teach his brother to know the Lord, for each one will know the Lord for himself. Yeah. Each one will know. So the job really of the church is to raise up people to hear the Lord for themselves. Yeah. yeah take yourself out of a job. Mm -hmm. Not the one big guru in the front who does everything. That's not really a good model of church. But um, I think what's, um, as a frustration as believers, I said this this morning, we receive so much from the Lord. We come here and we worship and it's amazing. But how hard is it to try and get that to someone who doesn't believe? It can be so frustrating. And we often want to just go away and pray and we end up just saying, oh God, I can't help this person. I'll I'll just pray for them. So we need tools to help people understand the goodness of God, the kindness of God. So um, this little time in the park, I thought it was, a, it was an exciting way for me and something I want to continue. We, we were sitting down, a couple of us, and we saw a, a couple sitting on the bench, and it was a kind of couple where you would struggle to get up to. It was, it was like a very trendy French girl, and... Uh, and uh, yeah, I started with her. She was very trendy, and her boyfriend was like this big, strapping, like African guy, well dressed. And it's often it seems to be easier to approach sort of another kind of person, but that looked quite tough. But um, I just thought, no, I uh, this. I'm like, I went up to them and said, "Listen, this is going to be really weird, but um, we're doing um, like a prophetic thing. Do you understand what it is? It's hearing from God, and we want to write you guys a letter." And you, you see all those people over there. And they're like, you say, well, we're going to sit there. You guys don't do anything. We're going to write you a letter. So we went away and we, we wrote a three and a half page letter to these guys. And we started off, dear friends, um, we want you to know you have a heavenly father you loved. And um, God wants to give you wisdom for your life. He sees you and he knows you. And then we said, dear Victor. And I didn't even, Dave and Richard just came up with like a bunch of stunning words. Then we said, dear Pauline, this is who you are, you tenacious, you this, you that. And we wrote. And then instead of just going and giving a letter, I, I went up to them and I said, can I sit with you on this bench and read it to you? Because I felt like I wanted to communicate the emotion of God's heart. So I read this letter to them, <laughs> very Your <voice>. sweet, very, <laughs> very, very, very <laughs> hey? reading voice? My reading voice is like this, just very warm. LAUGHTER <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, we hit, I, I hit on the face and the guy's eyes were going like this. Every time. And then I ready to go, and she was nodding. And uh, when you were with us. Wendy came to stand with me as well. And I was, I don't know what's going to happen from that. I mean, I just said them, off. to just may this be an incredible encouragement in your spiritual journey to know God. Mm. And I left it. And um, I just thought that was actually so easy. And they thought it was so cool and um, it's not that hard eh, to do that kind of stuff hmm. it should be compulsory for us to write waiters notes in restaurants it really should be we should give prophetic notes to every waiter to people in the restaurant it's, guys it's actually easy and it's not even embarrassing yeah. so just to so <laughs> encourage you guys it's like no. <laughs> what did um, stepping over the chicken line good word this morning we just got to do that awesome Jeff. anyone else?
0: Guys, this is Ian from Durban North. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Ian has the coolest shirts. Yeah. And Ian's wife, Ariane, leads the church in Durban North. What's yeah. the name of your church? That one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys,
6: I just want to encourage all of you. Um, I always thought prophecy was for those who know the Bible back to front, who are super Christianese, and I've always been in the background, you know. Pastors' husband, and, Lack yeah. Pastors' husband, <laughs> yeah. Um, and when we were at the Vineyard Conference in August, Caleb mentioned he was having this conference, and I thought, I'm going to put my hand up. I'm going to do it. And Ariane said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard this all before. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Next day, I booked the tickets. And she said, I don't believe it. We're actually going to go. And we're here. We've had the most amazing weekend, guys. Wow. Thank you to Caleb and his team. Unbelievable. But what I want to do is that... that this. I've done very little prophecy. And this morning, I was showing in that both, both are sick. <laughs> what are sick? Hey, yeah, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and... in public I've never done prophecy and I got up and I said guys I've got two words Um, if one's a fail then I've got a backup (laughs) and so I gave the word and no one put up their hand (laughs) so Richard said but what about this so I said oh yes what about this yes two or three hands went up bang and my whole line of where I was going to go on prophecy changed because it was a slightly different version of what I thought was going to come up. And that was the Lord speaking to me. And that was... So I want to encourage all of you who have never done prophecy. We've all got it. We've all got it within us. And we are going to take back to our little church in Durban North. Very similar to you guys. Very same sort of size. Same sort of worship team. Everything like that. We're taking that back to Durban. And I'm going to head up the prophecy team. Yeah.
0: Yeah, is Rich, Rich and I were sitting with Ian on Friday night And he was saying, he was saying to us We just met him He was saying I have really like, struggled to hear the Lord how, how do I even know if I hear God? I've been trying to hear his voice for 15 years And then he went from that to being a prophet At a church In public So I think I'll come into the success
1: I was with them. Yeah, I was this morning. They were with the guys in Windows this morning. Um, <clears throat> we sat down next to a group of ladies and we just started asking, God, what might you be saying to us around here about anyone, just like everyone else did in the park? Immediately I got this name Tandy. So I was thinking, like, what's this about? So we carried on, we decided that it looked like they were having quite a special moment. They were having sort of like an event, the girls there. And um, and walked around and we had some other pictures of balloons and we had a time with those ladies and we just had wonderful times with quite a few people. And then I thought, no, this is, this is, the, the Tundi's there. So I went back and I had nothing more but the name Tundi. And so I went to the circle and I said, um, who's Tundi?" Just straight up hard. And I just back I just to myself. Because I have names I've proven, proven myself already. My faith in the name is fine. So it's building so I just said, who's Tanya? And then she said, yeah, it's me. So I said, wow, God knows your name. <laughs> you know? And I didn't have a word for it. <laughs> so Did I just you? stopped and I just looked at her and I said, oh, he loves you so much, Tanya. He knows your name. And she's looking at me like, it's not a big deal. Maybe <laughs> I was sitting there, I got your name. God knows your name. I'm like, is, I got it. And it was just so flat. Yeah, it was there was nothing it took about 15 minutes i bought this whole thing and so i you know am just telling you know there's no formula like god gives you this beautiful thing you're like i'm blown away i'm saying encouraged. i get names but i don't get the words <laughs> <laughs> from time to time just to me. but this morning we had a wonderful time we had um i was just going to tell your story quickly um aaron the, the one about the tortoise was wonderful she, yeah. she, she, she got a picture of, of a tortoise this morning and shared it with a girl that had got given a tortoise yesterday.
0: Wow. wow. And yeah, the girl
1: was wow. crying, she was interacting with God and just feeling the love of God. It was just wonderful. Mm. There's a lot of little things like that happening throughout this weekend that you can't just say this coincidence, when last did you think of a tortoise? Can <laughs> I like, like,
3: <laughs>
1: Yeah, or I don't know. Tandy the tortoise. Tandy the tortoise. And so, there's just, yeah, it's, just, it's been wonderful just to flexing these muscles, and we're going to be doing more. So, thank mm-hmm. you. Awesome, man.
7: So good. Okay, yeah. Jen. Rick, I'll be quick. Um, so, Maggie's quite prophetic. So, I've kind of been tagging along into a slipstream, letting her do all the prophecy, and it's been really profound to see how God works through it. Because, you know, when you get a word of knowledge for someone, it, it's a touch from God, you know? So... Like Mandy has, like what I, uh, I call it a cry hit rate. You know, if you, if you spot on, then someone starts crying, you know, like it's a word from the Lord. So it was quite, quite nice. I mean, I, I've had to step out a lot, you know, being with Mandy, and, and we had a lot of success. Like, a, I got a, a guy who wanted to go into politics, and he looked like like a rustler, you know, and he was like, Yeah, in Zimbabwe, and he, he was really moved, you know, it was a word from God. And, and we got some Jehovah's Witnesses that didn't want us to pray with him, but we gathered some words, and you could see they were visibly moved, to go teared up, and, uh, a guy that, that didn't believe in God, and his heart was hard, but he was a tiny, tiny dog. So he said, you know, you love, and God loves you, and you can see he was also you. But th- what I wanted to say was, like, everything is about a touch from God. You know, yeah. that, that's, that's what the word is for, so that you can hear you touch from God. And even with all of this prophecy going on, I found myself quite dry at the beginning of the session, you know, when we, when we started the school. And, um, and, and then George just came, and he, he prayed for me, and he said, don't underestimate how much God will use you. And he put his hand on me, and I felt like oh. this liquid kind of pour over my back like a, t- like a physical touch from god and, and that changed everything for me just to wow. know that he saw me yeah, you know there's yeah. all these words mean nothing without that touch yeah. from god yeah so i also just want to say to you guys you know as the church oh. we minister to each other yeah. don't leave here without that touch yeah. you know like they'll, they'll say come to the front if you want pray." come to the front sometimes when, when you're still feeling quite hard of heart or whatever all you'll feel is a little bit of peace or maybe just a slight like easing or whatever pain
0: but it'll stay with you, and you'll take that into your day to day So don't leave here if you need something. If you're hungry? Come and get fed. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Jeff. Amen. This, awesome. this is awesome. The Bible says in one Corinthians 14.1, eagerly desire pursue love. Eagerly desire spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. And then Paul carries on he says, you um, prophesy to people for their encouragement, strengthening, and comfort. Encourage another, another meaning for encourage is to inspire courage. We speak to people to inspire courage in them. To comfort. The word there is, like, is similar to the word um, that's used for the Holy Spirit, the paracletos, the one who comes alongside. When you prophesy, um, you come alongside someone. Rich shared a beautiful message with us on Saturday morning saying, when the prodigal son came home, the father ran out to the, to the son. Because in that culture, if someone would come, like return home like that, the villagers would be waiting to shame them. And so the father ran to beat the villagers with their negative words of shame and to affirm and come alongside his son. Amen. And when we prophesy, we do that. We go ahead and we beat the words of shame and we call out the destiny in people. That's, Rich, that's Richard's word, I take it. That's a, that's, a, that's a recycled word, so I'll take no, um, I'd take no um, uh, credit for it. And this is an amazing thing that Paul says in 1 Corinthians fourteen twenty four, 24. Um, and he's talking about the church there, people speaking in tongues, people prophesying. And he says, if all prophesy and an unbeliever or outsider enters, he is convicted by all, he is called to account by all. The secrets of his heart are disclosed, and so falling on his face, he will worship God and declare that God is really among you. And when I was growing up, I always understood that that verse as someone would come in, and you'd prophesy, and the secrets of his heart would be, you'd call into account, and the sin, and you'd fall on his face, and just be like, God, I've got to repent. But the word for the secrets of his heart is actually the treasures of his heart. So if someone comes into our midst and we prophesy, we call out the treasure of who they are. Amen. We call out the gold of who they are. Yeah. It says, they call them to account. They call to account by all, Which means actually, we call you to a higher level. Yeah. We call you to a higher level because this is what heaven says over your life. Yeah. This is the prophetic word. Actually, you're living at this level. No, we're calling you to account. This is how God sees you. Yes. This is how God sees you. And there's something for us as a church where Paul says to Timothy, um, according to the words I've spoken over you, fight the good fight of faith. 1 Timothy 1.18 This charge I entrust to you, Timothy, my child, in accordance with the prophecies previously made about you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. What does that mean? It means how do we fight the good fight of faith? We keep being reminded of what God has said over us. And that phrase, to fuck, to make wage good warfare, actually means to like, set up an attack strategy. So when we live our lives, we're actually calling one another to account, saying, Gaz, I know you're going through something, but this is what God said over you. So I'm going to join you in a strategy to fight the enemy by calling out the treasure and the gold in you. And I'm going to call you to account of the word that's spoken over you. And so that's what we get to do prophecy in community where we should actually be relating to one another, not by how we see each other here, but how God has spoken over our lives. Yeah. So, what I'd love us to do, and someone encourage us this weekend, if you've got a prophetic word, write it down and share it with someone that's close to you. And say, this is what God spoke over my life this weekend. I want you to remind me of this next week. Mm. Monday morning. Especially Monday morning, 8.45, WhatsApp. Send it to me. Yeah. I'm being serious. Because we get to do this thing in community. We get to build one another up. Paul says we prophesy to edify, to build up the church, to build up one another. So I think the best way to end this um, would be for those of us who have been flexing our muscles and being trained this weekend, just to give away what we've got. Freely, freely we've received, so freely we give. So if you've never received a prophetic word or you would like, you weren't on the weekend and you would like a prophetic word, then um, we'd love to just declare what we, we hear from God over here. So let's all stand together. And then, um, if you, if you, would, if you, uh, you're free to, uh, it's five o'clock, so if you need to go, you're free to go. You're totally free to go at any time. The meeting is officially finished. Um, so if you have, if, if it's your first time visiting us we'd love to pray for you and give you a word from God if, you, if, if you're comfortable with that so I know I met uh, Frederick earlier at the back if, um, if you'd love a word we'd love to just pray for you and see, see what God says I know Jared and Steph it's your first time guys vis- visiting friends of James and Sarah so we'd love to pray for you guys um, and then anyone else who would just love to hear from God um then uh, just we love to pray for you, so maybe you can give us a little bit of, and give us some mood music. There, right? <laughs> okay, so if you were on the weekend, just come up, come up to the front, and then if you guys would love to get prayed for, receive. Then just approach them, and if you would like to join with one of the guys and uh, and do that, then please do so. Um, and if you're from our church and you like a word, then awesome. Then yeah. we here. You guys, you guys, pick someone. Go okay? yeah. Introduce yourself. Make it so it's not weird or awkward. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so Edwina here in the front, some guys can pray for him. Sarah, are you waiting? today. Thanks for uh, just being with us. So, again, you're free to leave. Um, if you want
3: prayer and there's no one praying for you, then um, just get our attention I'm here.